everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I am here with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. We are live on LinkedIn and on YouTube. So just so you know, if you have any questions throughout the stream, please do leave them in the comments, and we will do our very best to get to them during the actual live broadcast. So you're burning questions answered. And the topic of the day, as the title of the videos has suggested, is Epic Games versus Apple. They're currently in a legal battle basically over the Apple App Store, specifically you know, on the um, iPhone. So the issue is essentially Epic Games tried to bypass Apple's in-app purchasing method and therefore limiting Apple's 30% right kickback. Right. That's an issue. They violated the, ter the terms of the App Store. Apple kicked them out. Epic Games is sued. So that's kind I of mean, where we are now. They they violated it with the clear intent to totally. get kicked out. Because <laughs> yeah. they had they a whole campaign fight. ready to go. They, they had this... a lawsuit ready to go. They had a, pub, a PR push ready to go. Mm -hmm. Like they, this is this was didn't they call it like Project Liberty or Project Independence or something? Uh, uh, I don't remember that. Like free, that. Free Fortnite is the is the hashtag they used. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. they had a thing in the game that was a parody of Apple's 1984 ad. I mean, they were ready. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are now. This is still very much ongoing. So it's not like we've reached yeah. a re resolution. But yeah, I think it it'd be... Started, yeah. yeah, I think it'd be good to talk about what how this could, how an outcome to this case could affect the app store and the way that Apple has been doing business with its 30% kickback for years and years and years now. So I think we can maybe start there, I guess. Do either of you want to sort of talk about where we kind of are right now with the app store and what and how Apple is making money from apps there? Either one of us can. Michael, you want to start or you want me to just jump into this? Um, I don't want to want to flip a coin. I have one. Flip a coin. <laughs> heads, heads. You want you want heads or tails? I'll take heads. I've right. got a big head. So I'll take heads. It is tails. All right. All right. So that's what does that mean? That means you you you, you punt to me. You yeah. win. So Perry Mason, tell us what's going on here. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that I haven't been following this as closely as I probably should. It's it's the first week of the case. Right. And um, early days. They're, they're, they're kind of feeling each other out here. There's, there's been some interesting developments, not so much in the case, but mm -hmm. like peripheral evidence that has appeared. The documents. The, documents. The, the, the funniest is that it, it appears that as late as 2015, Tim Cook had no idea who Tim Sweeney was, who, who is the CEO of Epic Games. In, in an email about him, he responded, uh, Tim Cook responded to Phil Schiller asking whether or not this was one of the guys on stage at WWDC rehearsal. So <laughs> we should you know. be, we should be clear here though, that, that, you know, the Epic CEO had written Tim Cook saying, basically right. you need to open up the, the that app was store. What and, this, yeah. yeah. And I mean, this, uh, it was this very long detailed uh, description of, of where Epic was coming from and Cook's response is, who is this guy? Who was he on the stage <laughs> at the, you know, so this is yeah. this is something that has not been on Cook's radar in the past. It is now, I'm sure. No, I mean, I, the issue I'm sure has. So Apple Apple believes it's right. I mean, obviously they wouldn't be going to court if they didn't. Right. Apple, yes, they're making gobs of money from developers selling apps in the App Store. Yes, that is absolutely true. The way they see it is that they're providing a platform that they wouldn't otherwise have. They've created this revenue stream for not just Epic, but but hundreds and thousands and, and maybe millions of other developers. And they've said that repeatedly, even in, in this week in, in, in outlining their argument. And they've asked that question, hey, 
if we didn't exist, what would you do? And there's not really a clear answer because yes, Android exists. Yes, Android came after the app store, the, the, the Android marketplace, right. as it was called when it launched, was based on the app store model. Lots of uh, uh, the, the app store makes way more money for these developers than the Android store does. So Apple's argument is that, yeah, we take 30%, which is now 15%. For most of sometimes for developers, the exception of, of yeah, Epic and others, yeah. Yeah. right? I think it's like what was like a, a it's, million, it's a million, it's a, a million, million or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Epic's uh, making more than a million. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, and they're not even doing it now, they pulled out, they pulled out right. completely, or they got right, pushed right, out right. completely, whatever it is. But yeah, yeah, they're they they wouldn't apply for the small business program, they're not a small business. And you know, so Epic's argument all along is that hey, we're not we, we don't care about the money, we're we're rich enough. We're doing this for all of the other developers who don't have a voice as loud as ours, which sounds very nice and no, altruistic. And it's always about the it's, money. It's always about the money. And it, and it came out uh, yesterday, I think, or maybe it was uh, a Tuesday, where uh, they were. Tim Sweeney was asked a question. Hey, would you have accepted a deal from Apple, a special deal for you, if they offered it? And he said yes. So that kind of undercuts their whole argument here. This is a negotiation in court that's right, going on. Right. They're pissed. Mm -hmm. Epic is pissed that Apple didn't give them special dis dispensation. And now, and I don't disagree that they have a right to be pissed mm -hmm. because Apple has carved out niches for other companies like Amazon. Right. Uh, like uh, Netflix is, is different because they fall under video stuff and, and you can't get uh, subscriptions through Netflix. And that, that's a whole nother thing that came out recently where when Netflix, so Netflix pulled the ability to sign up for Netflix through the app store and thus get their 30%. Uh, Apple said, hey, should we punish them for this? They didn't do it, nor did it, it doesn't appear to have reached a level where they were even considering it. But somebody at Apple asked, hey, should there be punitive measures that we take because Netflix is trying to do this? And the, the common thread in all of this is that they say they're fighting for the small developer, but my money, guess, money. I don't know any, I don't, I'm, I'm not a small developer, nor, nor have I interviewed any, and maybe I should for a story. My guess is that they're totally cool with it because it gives them the visibility that they wouldn't normally get otherwise. And that they're happy to give them 15 cents on a dollar to get in front of mm -hmm. people that they wouldn't be able to, you know, if you were just selling. So, all right. So the, the big question is here is, App, should Apple allow to sideload, so to speak, apps? Should there be a third-party app store that lets you do this stuff, right. as as is allowed on Android? Now, on Android, it's a it's a it's usually a mess, and that includes Epic did this on Android, and it immediately uh, got got uh, infiltrated with malware because it doesn't have the protections that Google has on its Play Store. Google actively tells its users, "We allow this, but don't do it." Mm -hmm. Apple doesn't allow it at all. It, it does allow it on the Mac and over the course of a couple of different uh, recent generations of, of Mac OS, it's added numerous safeguards to prevent people from downloading things that are going to mess up their machine. Right. That's not as easy to do on the iPhone when people are using it to download these little apps all the time. And the Mac, your Mac is a deliberate process. Most people aren't. I'm like again, I don't, I don't have the numbers here, but my guess is most people are downloading a tenth of the apps on their Mac as they do on their iPhone, because it's just a different device. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, Apple's big Apple's big argument here is that they provide security. It's not just the the security and a platform, a, a platform, but that they vet these things and you know all of these apps, yeah. and therefore and, there's it's like the good the Apple good CP good what is it uh, seal of approval whatever good housekeeping seal of yeah. approval from Apple that this <laughs> app whatever you're downloading we'll take the thirty percent. The developer mm -hmm. gets, you know, uh, obviously the publicity or the the ability to reach so many users, and Apple vouches for it. And yeah, there there's a there's issues with that too because apps do get through that are sure. that are nefarious and that and there are tons of so-called legitimate apps that offer like twenty dollar weekly subscriptions on and, and you know they they're basically scams. Yeah. They somehow get through. I mean, it's impossible for Apple to be the, the the gatekeeper that it wants to be yet it says that that's why it's doing this. so there, there are issues at work here i don't necessarily think that any of this is is the crux of this lawsuit i think epic wants to sell uh, fortnite bucks or whatever it's selling and to get 90 percent of the revenue or maybe 95 percent of the revenue i think if apple had done that hey listen we'll take five percent for you because you make so much money this wouldn't be an issue and that's that undercuts yeah. epic's whole argument well, yeah, and that's, you know, I, in fact, I think I saw some, it was either some pretrial discovery or maybe even during testimony this week where uh, the Epic CEO that, you know, they said, so, all right, let, let's, what, what would your number be? And I think he actually said 8% rather than the 30% that Apple wants. So, you know, this is a negotiation that's going on in court. Yeah. And and as you said earlier, you know, it's something that that Epic specifically fired up Apple and of course Apple then turned around and sued them and said we know what you're doing you did this intentionally just to prompt well, us Epic sued and then Apple countersued but yeah right 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 Epic sued first Apple countersued um, I think Epic Epic has also sued Google you know although Google argues that it's a different issue it is than, well it is a little bit different yeah, Apple's yeah. Apple's the big fish Apple's what they wanted to hook they did I my understand my not understanding but my opinion is that they sued Google just so they can say that they're not going after Apple. But this that would is, be this my is, guess. This too. is the, the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is going to set a precedent going forward for Apple. My, I, I think Apple is going to win this case, but I think they're going to lose others. And I think that things are going to change for the app. Store. I think things need to change for the app yeah. store. I think that, you know, for example, take an app. I, I subscribe to uh, Comixology. It's a, it's, a, it's a comic book reading app. I can't buy anything on my iPhone through that app. Can't. Okay. Okay. That's that's not a good user it's experience. It's not a good user experience. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So what Apple should do is say, okay, if you do goods and services, it's 10% of everything or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's a way to get around all of this in a fair way. Apple still makes their money. Apple still provides a safe platform. Apple's not giving it away for free, but the user benefits same thing right. on netflix you know like it's there are there are things that that you can't do on your iphone now that's frustrating and i do think that this case is going to be the linchpin that changes some of that how much it changes i don't know well i mean I, that I that's the question i think you could have a case here where apple technically wins the case but the publicity around this shines a light on how much apple is, is maybe you know you know taking off the top and forces Apple along the way to, you know, to make more of these carve outs. 
or to come up with different categories. All right. So right now it's, you know, if you make a million bucks or less, it's 15%. Well, then maybe they, there's some other graduated level from there. If you make 1 million to 10 million, it's 20%, you know, so right. that the, the amount of money that Apple gets from the, you know, from the developer of whatever app it is, increases as the size or the, or the revenue increases on the, on the, which is what they did last year. They, have, mm-hmm. they introduced this, the small business program. So if you make less than a, a million in a year, the mm-hmm. next year it's 15%. If you make more than a million, then it goes up and, you know, it's a little complicated, a little more complicated than it should be, yeah. but um, it's a start. And Tim Cook in uh, the earnings report uh, a week and a half ago said, listen, our terms aren't written in concrete. They change. And they and they will change and they'll adapt. And I think Apple is is understands that, yeah, whether it's PR or whether it's a court ordered change, things are going to change before long. That well, could be a couple in, of years. You know, right. it depends on when this court case ends. In the discovery, you know, some of the documents that came out before the testimony started this week, uh, I can't remember now exactly which Apple executive it was. It might have been Forstall or somebody was saying in like. 2011 or 2013, you know, how long do we think this 70-30 split is going to last? So they knew mm-hmm. even then that, you know, this probably wasn't going to be forever. And I think we finally are getting to the point where forever is over. And now we're going to have to start looking at this stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll see. For sure. And, you know, listen, th- this case, it, it, it's, it's, it's in the early going. It's going to be pretty fascinating once Tim Cook takes the stand, assuming he does. Scott Forstall, uh, Forstall uh, Phil Schiller, like there are there are Apple execs that are on the witness list. Who knows if they'll actually take the stand? But it it'll be really interesting if and when they do, and they have to answer some of these questions under oath. Listen, I don't I don't believe that Apple is doing any of this to be nefarious or to screw over developers or users or anybody. But they have to understand, they must, by this point, they must understand that there are things, there are conditions of the app store that benefit them first. And maybe, you know, that's the way it should be, but I don't necessarily think it should be. They make, they sell enough stuff and they certainly make enough money where they can be a little bit more altruistic with the terms of the, um, of the app store, particularly to smaller developers, which make up the lion's share of what you buy in the app store. For every for every um, uh, Rovio, it's a Rovio who makes Angry Birds. There's you know there's little games that they're there. I forget uh, Roxio or Rovio. I forget the company. Um, uh, for for every one of them that blows up, right. there's little developers that are you know f- f- trying to just get by mm-hmm. on on a, on a on a couple of app sales a day, and they're giving up fifteen percent, which you know it's significant. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about uh, uh, ten thousand dollars, that's fifteen hundred bucks. You know, it's 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 not small change, and I think I do think Apple needs to revisit, rethink, and and restructure. And I I wish they would have done it before a high profile court case, but that's not how business works. You know, it's just it's just yeah. not it's not how it does how how it works. I mean, Apple. There's a reason why Apple grows still. I mean, they just had 50% growth. They're a $2 trillion company. In the middle of that, the There's a reason for that. 50%. Yes, 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 yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a reason because they're really good at this stuff. Yeah. Tim Cook is a genius at operations and, 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 and money and things like that. And, you know, yes, Apple puts on a, 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 a consumer face where you'd think that they're a, a benign superpower. And in, in a lot of ways, they are. But they also want to make gobs of money. Yeah. That's, that's their goal. They like their 30%. Uh, it's not just the app store has 30%. It's everything that they make. 
Look at their look at their they financial that margin. Thirty yeah, percent of everything yep. is ours. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, what you guys are saying it makes a lot of sense, and I think that there's some truth to that. No matter what happens, there's going to be some perhaps some fallout when it comes to how much Apple is getting when it comes to any any app that's in the app store and in app purchases. And I think that relates to the other point that um, we're trying to get out here, which is the way that Epic Games is framing what the iPhone is compared to how Apple is framing what the iPhone is. So the fact that Epic Games is looking at the iPhone and saying, you know, this is a totally closed ecosystem and we can't, like, we can't, like, sell our apps on this platform without having this exorbitant fee, so they say. And then Apple's saying, well, you can use literally any of these other platforms, including, please do correct me if I'm wrong here, but including, you know, our own, you can use it on a MacBook, um, on like, on on a browser and it won't you won't have that issue so i think apple's kind of saying well you don't have to sell it here uh, whereas epic games is saying well you don't have to charge us 30 percent." so i think that's where it ties into the question of you know what the existential or identity crisis of what actually is an iphone yeah well, i mean what, but the, the the i mean yes all that is true uh mac gaming is it does a bit of a grayer area than what you were talking about, but I'm, I, right. I don't want to get into it there. Okay, but that's fine. Uh, you know, when you play Corrected. Fortnite on your Xbox, mm-hmm. you're also paying Microsoft. You know, right. every, if, if people don't create products and then just give them away, it's a revenue stream. You know, mm-hmm. my son's my son's Xbox is completely and totally online. There's no discs. Right. It's all you know. Everyone's getting a cut of everything that he spends and that he does. This is this, that's the way it is. The what makes the iPhone so unique is because i think because the terms are very public so like it's 30 percent flat and that's it you know like with i don't know what what microsoft terms are but they, they there's tiers and there's varies and it's based on this and this this developer too apple didn't do that they just said hey listen everyone who sells anything in our store gives us 30 percent, and that's it right and that's where these big giant companies are like wait whoa 30 percent is a lot when you're mm-hmm. talking about you know a couple million dollars it's a lot of money right and apple turns around and says well yeah but you're making a lot of money too. <laughs> yeah. you're making 70 percent of that is yours and that revenue stream wouldn't be available without us right and that's where the inherent problems come in now i do agree that it should be a blanket policy i don't think epic should get or Amazon or Google or whomever it is should get any special terms just because they're bigger and louder and, and more and more noticeable. I like the small business thing. I think that you should pay less if you're a small business, but I think Apple needs to go further with that and say, you know, maybe everybody's 15%. Maybe it's 5% under a million, 10% under three million. Like there's a way to, to tier it where everybody's happy. I think we've reached the point where the iPhone is so big and so powerful that the, the, the apps that are available, you know, I don't think a, a, a blanket 30% covers it anymore. Well, you know, there are things that you can get away with as a company at the start of a product launch. I mean, so let's say when, when was the, with the app store announced? 2011? 2008. Eight. 
Eight? Was it really? Okay. One, one year after the iPhone launched, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember at one point, Jobs talking about everything should be web apps, and people are like, Nish. Yeah, that, that lasted yeah. all of 12 months. No, no, no. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, that, but, right, web so, apps are so, horrible. <laughs> all right, so let's go back to 08, 09, maybe 2010. And Apple has the, the new app store, and developers are rushing in. And Apple's like, well, we think it's worth it to set this up. You know, We'll charge you 30%. It wasn't, you know, the iPhone was just then beginning to take off. Something that Apple did 10 years ago or a policy it set 10 years ago, it could get away with when it was sort of in the building phase. But to your point, Michael, as soon as Apple and the iPhone got as big as they are now worldwide, I mean, just in terms of revenues and user base, then yeah. that no longer works. And this is, you know, and, and either a company can say, okay, we're going to, you know, Apple could have taken this step three, four, five years ago and said, we're going to be altruistic. They didn't, you know, for obvious reasons, they want their money. So now, you know, we get these court cases, which they may win technically, but again, lose because the PR is going to force them at some point in the next year or two or three to probably do the sort of tiered thing you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen, when, when the iPhone, when the App Store launched, it was, um, <laughs> it was like, like, uh, farting in beer apps like no one yeah, thought they would, you would be able to browse to amazon the entire amazon's catalog and buy something with a click in an app on your phone yeah i'm remembering like the zippo lighter app yeah and shazam they, they were they were gimmicks <laughs> yeah a lot of them are free a lot of them are gimmicky and and use the sensors and thing and they, they were you know no one called apple out on it because yes it was it was new it was inventive it was innovative it was it was a a, a, a thing that we hadn't had before and now as it's growing and you know, some apps are twenty-five bucks on the app store. Some subscriptions are two hundred dollars a year, whatever. Depending on what you're doing, and Apple's getting mm -hmm. all that money now. Now, yeah. to to be clear, Epic. So Fortnite is the thing here. Let's 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 yes. not let's not you know, Epic is the Come company. Back Fort, Fortnite's the game. Yeah. That that now. So if Epic really cared about it's first of all its own users it could offer Fortnite and not have a way to buy V-Bucks inside the app. Netflix does it, Comixology, as I said before, does right, it. You right, can right. still offer the experience. So like my son could play on his iPad, but has to buy V-Bucks on, on the web. That's mm -hmm. not that big of a deal. They didn't do that. Instead, they chose to circumvent the system, knowing full well what would happen. And now there are millions of people who can't play Fortnite. So you can say Apple is the big bad bully in the room because they're the biggest company, but you know Epic isn't entirely blameless for 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 the point that we're at right now. Right. In in there, my opinion, it, it remains to be seen. Depending on how this court case turns out, this could be one of those cases where, you know, one side will win, one side will lose, but both of them don't look particularly great. Yeah. Well, I think that that's there. already kind of happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, you know. You know, I mean, I, Apple doesn't really care, I don't think, as long as it doesn't. Like, I don't think Apple's going to look that poor in no. this whole thing. I mean, they have a pretty solid case. They believe what they're doing is right. And they've already implemented steps here that, you know, make them look even better. Like, they can look at the small business thing and, right. uh, you know, the, the and also all these privacy protections and, hey, look, you know, this is this is why we need this stuff because we need to protect our users and blah, blah, blah. blah. That's, right. that's, that all, all of that is absolutely there. But on the surface of it, because they're the biggest company in the world, they're, they're going to take hits, you mm -hmm. know, and they, and they have to be able to uh, adapt to what people want and to what people are, are, are saying and thinking about your company because their brand, I mean, that's it. 
their brand is it. People love their iPhone, but people love Apple. For whatever reason, they're one of the few companies that have reached this level and, and isn't seen as like this, this, just this, this evil conglomerate. Sure. They're still, they're still beloved as if they were a little scrappy little company at a Cupertino and they mm-hmm. need to keep that. They need to keep that image. And they're, they're, they're very aware of that. I do wonder, you know, if uh, even if Apple wins this particular case, a lot of times these uh, monopoly arguments, which is Pretty much what Epic is making in terms of the iPhone. Yeah, right. <clears throat> they, they tend to gain traction more in Europe than they There's do that here. Too. That's a whole mm-hmm. nother. That's a whole nother set of, right. of legal fights that that Apple is 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 fighting, uh, both here in the U.S. and in in Europe. And like I said, some something's going to stick. Something's going to change. Uh, yeah. it, it, you know, you can't, you, you're not going to, you can appeal those, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know the legalese of it, but when an entire government tells you to change, generally those have results mm-hmm. rather than a Just company. Microsoft you know, like, about its browser, you know, right. and, and they'll, they'll the browser Google, time. Google has some stuff with Android. Yeah. Um, like, you know, so once Apple loses one of those cases, and it will, in my opinion, lo- lose at least one of them, if not, if not several of them. Yeah. They're going to have to change the way they do business, and you know, uh, uh, Jason Snell on, on MacWorld wrote an article this week about it. And it's a, there are various levels of change. You know, there are benign ones where it goes from fifteen percent to ten percent as they're cut, or there are existential threats to the entire Apple system. I mean, that that's that's the nuclear option. It probably won't reach that, but it is possible that a, a, a heavy-handed government decision says the iPhone needs to be open to everybody mm-hmm. and everything just like Android. And that would, that would absolutely and completely change the iPhone as we know it. And probably force not Apple. for the, not for the better. I don't think, well, I don't think so either, but uh, some people would, well, but that would, that would change everything that we know of, about, about the iPhone and yeah, not necessarily for the better. I mean, we we can look at the Mac and say, so th- th- that's the other argument. Let's say Apple tomorrow uh, uh, released iOS, uh, iOS, uh, Mac OS 12 mm-hmm. and said you can only buy apps to the App Store. Ha- that change, that's a fundamental change to the Mac. Yeah. It's, it's unthinkable. That'd Just like if, t- if, if iOS 15 comes out and Apple says that you can download whatever you want, wherever you want, and however you want, we'll throw pop-ups up, but you just ignore them. It's right. an existential threat to what the iPhone is. And... I hope we don't reach that point, but it, it's it's a it's a it's a possibility, however small. Which is why a company like Apple, at some point, decides it's better to bend than break. Yes. when it comes Completely to these and decisions. Totally. Yeah, and they yeah. have very very rich, powerful, smart lawyers, and we won't let it get to that point. Hopefully, correct. Well, but yeah, hope. Uh, if there's a you know a group of <laughs> of legislators that have it out for Apple, it, you know it's possible that it doesn't matter. Again, I don't think that's going to happen particularly not in the US since you know they understand that Apple is important to the economy and to uh, you know the the the, uh, the the jobs market in America but yeah. you know you, you don't know one of these cases could end up Apple could end up on the really wrong side of one of these cases yeah sure yeah well thank you guys so much i think it's i uh, since we don't have an answer right now i mean perhaps when there's some sort of decision 
who knows when, and yeah, we get I'll, a better I'll pencil it in for 2024. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, so no, there'll be a decision in this case, and you know, before long, and then we can we'll circle back. How long did they fight Samsung? Was that was years, <laughs> yeah. and then they just settled overnight. Qualcomm, too, that might happen years, too. years. Sure, so, we'll see. Sure, well, then you're gonna have a lot of um. I mean, maybe not a lot. I don't know how many people are playing Fortnite on their iPhone, but I think some more of them. than you think. More than you really? think. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, to be totally, completely honest, I've never played Fortnite in my life. But... Well, I mean, you're not really the demographic. <laughs> it's more of like, you know, 10 Neither to 15 year old boys. Hey, I have a 25 year old female friend who plays Fortnite. So, well, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's exclusively that. <laughs> But uh, like my son plays with his friends and he, he didn't play on the iPad before, <laughs> thankfully, because it would have been a, a world war. That would have been several, several somethings in this house if we did. Very, very <laughs> true. So we'll see if there really is any sort of meaningful shakeup to the app store. But I think what you guys said, there, there is some truth. There's some truth to the fact that maybe there's some truth to the fact there's some truth to the proposition that perhaps they're going to have to change their fee structure. But I guess we will see. Maybe like a marginal structure. I don't know. I'm not an economist. <laughs> well, thank you both so much. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, please do give it a thumbs up. And if you're watching on LinkedIn, be sure to head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk. And you can subscribe over there so you never miss an episode. You can hit the bell icon in the corner if you're on YouTube to make sure that you're notified every single time we post a new video. Thanks again for watching. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.